this is Dean Carnassus, the Ultra Marathon Man, and you are listening to the FitCast. Hello, and welcome to CoronaCast number 2,643,848. I thought it was 849, but yeah. I'll believe you. Well, it is, but the one we had to erase because the technology didn't work and we had to just shut it down, so... That was oh, the one. It's been that's that the one, many weeks. That's the one when we had Obama on, and uh, we lost the recording, and then we couldn't. Oh, get it back that's on. right! Wasn't that a great interview? <laughs> it was so much. Barack fun. Obama, about, folks, on the Fitcast. Yeah, he was talking about when he was running ten uh, Ks with with uh, Joe Biden. Those were the days. I know, but then we didn't have the recording, and we couldn't get him back. So, listeners, sorry, I just forgot to hit record, and we missed that one. But eh, that's okay. Wow, we're really reaching a certain point in our quarantine where I think our jokes are only funny to us, but that's okay. They might be funny to everyone. <laughs> you know what we have to do? We have to splice in some uh, canned laughs like they do in the... <laughs> yes, we need a laugh track. <laughs> For sure. Well, Fonz, what have you been up to lately? Um, let's see. Door County. Uh, did you know it rained here a lot today? Um, I did know that. Do you know how I know? Why? I'm up here in Door County with you. I know. We are actually recording live in two different rooms because our headphones splitter didn't work so great. But uh, <laughs> we are together in the same place, and we've uh, worked all day on getting prepped up for this uh, FitCast. It's great to, uh, great to see you. How was your run today? I know. It's good to see you, too. Run was good. I hear it was really hot in Chicago, and I had, like, a nice misting on me my whole run. I had long sleeves on. So I really can't complain about anything up here. It's been pretty, even with the rain, it's been pretty nice. And, um, you know, we, we talk up Door County every episode since you've been here, but it really is a, a magical place, especially if you like the outdoors. So yep. I've been really enjoying it for sure. I had a 14-mile run today, and there are some hills here. I forgot that. Yep, for sure. I forgot about the hills. We do not have those in the Chicagoland area. You played it. You learned a new card game. You taught me how to play cribbage. So, yeah, uh, you taught Johnny and I how to play cribbage last night. That was fun. Yep, yep. So, I'm getting uh, the hang of it. Yeah, no, you guys are doing great. It was, it's been fun. Uh, for the record, I won the last game, just so everybody out there in the FitCast land knows. You did. Johnny won the first one. You won the second one. Hopefully, I can win one before right. the weekend's over. So, should we just cut off this uh, recording and uh, go right to cribbage? Yeah, let's just do it. Okay. This is a it's cribbage been... cast now. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. But, um, all right, so what else have you been up to? Um, We've been here. It feels like coronacation, so that's what I've felt like I've been on, especially since you guys are here. I'm eating a lot of coleslaw and drinking a lot of beer. That sounds awesome. That coleslaw is pretty good, too. I mean, so is the beer, but the coleslaw is really good. Uh, What are you drinking right now? Um, We brought up some beer from Rabid in Homewood. Okay. We really want to sponsor this FitCast. <laughs> and so we brought this up, and it's a chocolate milk stout. Oh. So it's, nice. it's a sipper. It's not like a slammer well, for all you college kids out there. We know that uh, G likes his nitro, so I stole a nitro, and I'm drinking one of those right now, the nitro stout. There you stout. go. So that's, a, that's a sipper, not a slammer, too, Fonz. I know you like to slam them. But, but I, I would encourage you to sip. <laughs> yes, well, I'm going to slam it, but that's okay. Yeah, whatever. You know, yesterday um, in Sister Bay, I really enjoyed uh, the time we were at the beach. Unlike you guys, I swam in Green Bay yesterday. You didn't swim. Well, I had to pee twice. 
well, you waded in the water. You went up to your waist in the no, water, and then I, you put your whole body in. Just I, because your head goes underwater doesn't mean you swam, Fonz. I took, like, five strokes. I saw only one half of a stroke, and that was when you were coming up for air. <laughs> okay, fair enough. No, the first time I, I actually swam, like, five strokes, but that's it. Um, water was cold, but... Uh, yeah, it's cold. I haven't done a lot of swimming in... Uh, in the Green Bay, but I did back at 70.3 was here. Yeah. So. Yeah, that is in Green Bay. I was just thinking about that. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that I really miss from racing is, of course, racing and, like, yep. having a goal. But I also miss just before and after the race when you're, like, there with your teammates and you're just enjoying things. You're sipping the post-race beer. Oh, yeah. And it actually reminded me of – the last time that I was in Door County was for the 70.3 yep. and it was right before the race. And down I saw somebody in, down in egg Harbor, right on green Bay. Man, that, the water was beautiful that day. It was middle of July. It was not cold at all. And I saw somebody who was wearing the kit of my former team. Okay. And the, my former team was well fit. They're a former sponsor of the Fitcast. And I just yelled at this person. I'm like, hey, Wellfit. <laughs> and this person comes running up to me and is like, hi. And she became my new best friend. And her name is Alana. And guess what? What? She's on today. Oh, my God. A Wellfit person. Uh, welcome, Alana. How are you doing? I'm great. Fantastic. I'm so happy to be on. I remember that day like it was yesterday. Oh, my God. I, w I was like, this, this person is going to be so freaked out by me. And you, like, welcomed me with open arms. That was when you were able to hug people before. Yeah, back in the day them. when we were able to before have human contact. <laughs> yes. And yeah. I remember hanging no, out with was, your mom. Yes, of course. Yeah. That was my first triathlon ever. So I was very unsure about what was going on and what to do. So it was nice to have, like, someone with some kind of a connection and yeah that was great I time out your first that. triathlon ever was a 70.3 yes yes in my first triathlon yeah so my first triathlon ever was actually supposed to be the full Ironman Wisconsin um and then the well-fit coaches were like you know you should probably mix in the 70.3 <laughs> at least because you need to like kind of know what's going to on practice well in Wisconsin um, Wisconsin Ironman is in September so this is a good couple months before that Right, exactly. Yeah. So, so they were like, you should think about doing the 70 point, like a 70.3 beforehand, beforehand. And, um, so yeah, so I decided to go up to, um, do that 70.3 and it was great. I mean, and I definitely recommend doing that if anyone has, is thinking about just jumping into Ironmans, if nothing else, like knowing what happens on race day and then also like knowing transition stuff that, yep. I mean, we can talk about this later, but yeah, the 70.3 was crucial, um, to like just generally know the lay of the land. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to take that a step further and, uh, maybe do a sprint or an Olympic before too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just, mm -hmm. uh, that's smart. Yeah. Even though like you're going to screw up, like the first, the first time you do it, you're going to screw up transition. It just doesn't work great. You can do whatever. So yeah. And if you screw up transition, just, in a yeah, that's <laughs> really a significant amount of time. Yeah, exactly. And knowing like how your body reacts to 
to nutrition and yeah. it's not even, I mean, you can kind of plan pacing um, and that kind of stuff, but like pre-race nerves is a thing that you need to know how to deal with. Yep. Like you yep. get in the water and your heart rate's already like 180 and spiking and you're like, what yeah. the hell is going on? Um, so yeah, I definitely recommend mixing in something for a full Ironman, yeah. but I was scared that I was going to get to the half and finish the half and be like, how in the hell am I going to do a full now? That's but that, thankfully that didn't happen. Um, but yeah. You did great. You finished so strong. I remember watching you cross the finish line with another well fitter. Yeah. And I was like, she doesn't even look tired. Like she didn't even yeah. try hard. <laughs> that was a, yeah. Well, the run, the run got really hot too that day, but um, oh, the yeah. swim was that great. Was, uh, yeah, that was a really, it was a really hot day for this area. Yeah. I mean, the swim was excellent because I had heard there's usually problems with sw with the swim, um, with it being very choppy and stuff, but the swim was great. The swim was pretty flat, I thought. And but yeah, that race was really fun. I had a great, I would love to do that race again, if nothing yeah. else, because Door County is just the place it's, to be in the it's summer. beautiful. And that park that they had, or still have it, I guess, but not this year. That's obviously Corona, yeah. Corona that's canceled. Nice. Ooh, new word, Corona yeah. canceled. Hashtag Corona canceled. Corona canceled. Uh, Is it like Veterans Park? Or I forgot the name of the park, but it's uh, Fireman's Park. No, that's a different triathlon in Madison. But something uh, like that. Someone will will write in and tell so, us. Yes, email us at kstalkpondsfitcast at gmail .com. Tell me how easy easy Google search, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Do a Google search and then email us, and we'll uh, give you props on there and how idiotic I am. But no, the park down there is really nice. It's kind of perfect size and. And everything else. Now it's hilly. This race up here is hilly. Yes. Yep. Walk the hills. Yeah, yes. that'll happen. Yeah. So, well, awesome. Walk the hills, or they will walk you. Yeah. <laughs> Which is sure. what happened to me. <laughs> they walked me. Um, but and no, they have really like little cool. signs up. I remember on the 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 one like really windy hill, they have like signs up that kind of. They're essentially like chirping you on the way up. They're like, oh, you think you're done with the hill? No, you're not. You're nope. not done with the hill. And <laughs> nice try. And then you like curve and there's more. And you're like, haha, gotcha. I'm like, what is this? They're heckling you as you're, yeah. as you're going up. Yeah. See, but those are the things I miss about racing. Like you don't get you that know. same feel when you're out there doing a training run. Like no one's going to put signs out for you to be like, haha, yeah. you're not done yet. You just know you're no not done. No one has the like smile if you peed yourself sign. It's like a race classic, that yeah, sign, yeah. but it's always great. It's always right. great when you see it. Because you laugh and you maybe peed yourself. Yep. Probably. <laughs> maybe. Probably. Yeah. Um, how is your training going, Alana? Because I know you're out there every day doing awesome Peloton workouts and your run has been getting so strong. I follow you on Instagram, by the way. Yeah. Run has been... Yeah, so training's going really well, actually, right now. Um, swim is non-existent because everything, all the pools are closed, and um, I'm in Austin, Texas, and so Barton Springs is closed. Open um, now, by the way. Is it? Yeah, so here's the rules on Barton Springs for you and our listeners. Before 7 a.m., four days, actually, seven days a week, before 7 a.m., you just go and you can work out and nothing. After 7 a.m., four days a week, you need a reservation. Oh, so it's closed. Well, I believe it's Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. It's closed after seven. And the other days you can get in, but you need a reservation before. But if you go before seven and want to get a swim in, just go. Okay. Well, that it, it might just, be the move. Yeah. It just opened up last week. So excellent. 
Thank you for that. Yeah, I've been really itching to get into a pool because um, I haven't been in a pool since like March. Right. Um, so swim is essentially non-existent at this point, um, but my biking and my running has been excellent so far. Um, working in more consistency with my run. And I, I mean, over the winter, I was making more of an effort just to run train um, because I, I just needed to work on my run train, my run training. And so um, working in a lot more consistency with my run and my run has just like gone off the charts. I'm, my pacing Seriously, like, seriously. Like, didn't think it was possible to be where I'm at. Feeling really strong with the run um, and biking is as strong as it's been. I do a lot of zone training for my, for biking. I don't know if you guys do power zone training a lot, but um, that's what I do um, a lot through Peloton, through the Peloton workouts, because they have power zone training, which I really enjoy. Um, so I've been doing a lot of that. Um, and I'm working in more strength training just to like keep it kind of dynamic. And cause I get really bored, um, doing the same thing over and over and over again. And with only two options right now for running and biking, I need yeah. to like work in more strength training. Um, so I've been doing more, I got, I picked up a pair or two pairs of dumbbells. So I've been doing more strength training just in the driveway. Um, and that's been going really well. I was ridiculously sore right away. <laughs> like so sore hey, but it's now working. That it's, yeah and now that it's more consistent I'm not getting as sore so it's been going really well so far awesome beautiful that's yeah. really awesome that you're able to find such a good groove I know a lot of our fit cast guests and listeners have been saying how hard it is when all your races are canceled to kind of find a groove so if you could give anybody just a piece of advice for staying in the zone like that and staying in your groove, what would it be? Yeah, that is, that's a great question. I don't know. Something that comes to mind is just picking something each day, I think. And if it's, even if it's 15 minutes, even if it's 20 minutes, just going after it and doing it for that amount of time, um, finding the time in the day just to get something, just to keep your body active and keep it mobile, even if it's just like a yoga class for 15 right. minutes or yeah, I was gonna say, know, like 10 minutes of stretching. Yeah, stretching or. Yeah. Um, cause you can't, I mean, one thing that I've really been paying attention to because I have been working out so consistent, consistently in quarantine is keeping my hard days hard and my easy days easy. Um, that's something that has been actually very important in this time is not going at it 110% every single day because you're going to burn out. And so some days yeah. you just do need those like really easy days. And that can be like a weighted walk. That could be a 20 minute walk with the dog. That could be, you know, a 20 minute yoga class, like I said. Um, but just finding a little bit of time each day and getting it done and not like going full bore every single day, I think is important and recognizing like the purpose of each workout. Um, so that's that's something that's keeping me grounded, I think, every single day. Ooh, that's it. Recognizing the purpose of each workout. That could be a good uh, piece of our title. Yeah, I like that. It's definitely true. Keep your keep your easy days easy so that you have you have something in the tank for the, the hard days. Yep. Yeah. I like that. Beautiful. Um, I, I really wish we had time for a full interview. We're gonna have you back on and we're gonna do a full interview. Okay. Yes. This is a but, cast. This is a one hour special. We're not full interviewing here but uh we got a good little teaser and if any of our uh, listeners want to uh ask any questions to alana from what she has said you can email us or alana do you have a insta or anywhere else that people can find you yes my 
my workout Instagram is im.fit1. Um, so it's im period fit and then the number one. The number one, okay. And that's my Instagram. Perfect. I will follow that here as soon as we are done recording. Awesome. Or you can email us at kcellcollegefitcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, we will forward them along. And Alana, I'm sure, will be happy to answer them either right away or when we have her on for a full fit cast. Yeah, it'll happen. Yeah. Well, so one thing I just want to recognize here is I am surrounded by lawyers because Uh Fonz. I'm a lawyer. lawyer, You're a retired lawyer. Yep. And Alana, you're a lawyer. Can we hear a little bit about what you're doing now and kind of the work that you're doing now? Yes. Yeah. So now I am getting my PhD. So when I was in law school, I also received my master's degree in anthropology and sociology. Um, and now, you know, just do it, <laughs> get it all done at the same time. Rip that huge bandaid off. <laughs> Already a doctor right. in one field. Now I'm just going to be a doctor in another field. Cool. Right. Yeah. So decided to keep with the sort of forever student label. And now I'm getting my PhD in sociology at UT Austin. Um, and I broadly study the criminal justice system. Um, specifically, I study anything to do with police. So American policing. Um, <laughs> And that's not at all relevant to anything that's going on in society. I was just, I was just going to say, let's just skip over that because that has nothing to do with um, any current events that yeah. are going on now. Yeah, um, and to, to even make it even more relevant, um, so I study what are called early intervention systems or uh, red oh. flag uh, systems, early warning systems. And basically what those are, are there um, technology um, that either – from a back-end perspective, like look backwards and see um, uh, officers' behavior in the past, or they are forward-looking, predictive, yeah. to say there's a risk of problematic behavior that happens in the that might happen in the future with an officer. Based and so I'm looking at like, previous, yeah, yeah, and so I'm looking at like how these systems are developed and how they're implemented. And one thing that I am also, because of my early research, studying is police unions. Um, which has been a huge hot topic of conversation as of the past, you know, two to three weeks. Um, so this was all like kind of in the works before, you know, all of the major protests started, but then they started and now it's like, you know, I feel, I was just talking to my advisor and I was like, this is a really weird spot to, f- to feel like you're going to be scooped uh, by the New York times. Um, yeah. Oh, and- I hope you are. I mean, I your, resume, by the New York Times. your resume includes the uh, K-Salk and Fonz Corona cast now, your public speaker. Yeah, exactly. That's going to be the number one on my CV, actually, <laughs> I think. Perfect. Wonderful. Yes, definitely. Wow. We'll, so help, we'll this, help you cite this. I know this okay. is, like, par- piquing your interest. Like, you have to be, like, glued to everything that's going on. Is it, does yeah. your background and current ground, I guess, um, is that creating more anxiety, or is the sort of academic part of you more interested than anxiety producing um so i think i mean i think the work that i do it's been it's been a very interesting spot to be in the the work that i do is really taxing um emotionally and mentally um and i say that recognizing i think the part that's been so hard in all of this is that it's made me realize my privilege that I actually, as a white woman, get to take a step back from this and I get to do things that remove myself and I can take a quote unquote mental break. Um, And that's something that's been, 
actually really difficult to deal with and, and because it reveals how much privilege I have in society, um, that I have the ability to take a step back and to quite frankly, do a workout to kind of relieve some of the anxiety that I'm feeling that from studying all of, um, these issues that we have in society and kind of how, how emotionally draining this work can be. Um, so I'm very engaged right now. Um, and I feel this like interesting tension between always having to be engaged, um, but also needing to kind of work on my mentals and make sure that my mentals are in check. Um, but that's also revealing like a weird tension because it's, you know, it reveals the privilege that I have to be able to do that. And yes. some people don't have the privileges afforded to them that they can yeah, actually take There's, there's, take there's a no way back. to escape. You can't escape. Like, exactly. It's, it's your right. life. It's not yeah. studying other people's lives. It's your life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and again, like, you know, it's also revealing of privilege because I learn about police through an, in an academic sense. Like right. I learn through that. If I learn about them rather than experience them Being on the um, every single day. So it's been a very interesting, um, you know, past two to three weeks kind of uh, reconciling all the stuff that's going on in the world and how much work we still have to do. Um, and, you know, my place in commenting on these issues right now. Um, and so, yeah, it's been, it's been an wow. interesting, interesting time. Wow. It's a dense, dense time of your life. Yes, for sure. Well, we appreciate you talking about it as, as little as it is on the FitCast. And, you know, we have had listeners kind of complain in the past that our FitCast does get political. Um, but we are happy to entertain these things and we are happy to give you whatever kind of platform for these issues because they are very important because we slip yeah. into it like it's 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 political but it's life right like it's it's hard yep. to keep politics out of your life at this point the so. personal yeah. is political yep. and yeah the political absolutely is personal so yep absolutely oh, absolutely awesome yeah i mean and just to like say something else there like yeah, my yeah. i'm as a gay woman my life is political it's always political um we saw that this past week with the rights that are now um, afforded to me. So I it's just not as got if the can... chills. If you want to keep talking, I'm going to start crying. But I just got happy chills right now. It made me, it made me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, it's, it, again, like I was just saying, it's a privilege to be able to remove yourself um, from certain, quote unquote, political conversations when they're just the, the existing reality at all points of the day for other people. So... And for those of you who aren't into this, like, and I want to get on my, our, our, my, our guest on her opinion, like the structure of the argument that used and won toward Gorsuch was a piece of beauty. It was absolutely a wonderfully structured. Sorry, I'm, I'm falling asleep over here with all this lawyer <laughs> talk, but um, you can keep going. I mean, yeah. they they attacked they attacked his structuralism, and he had no choice. He couldn't get over that hurdle, and that was the end of it. Now, as soon as we got him, Roberts came along, and uh, there we are. Yeah, the hell a are six we to three. About? Yeah, yeah. Robert Roberts Roberts came along for the ride, but they were attacking Gorsuch in the in the briefs and in the oral argument. It was beautiful, and he couldn't he couldn't say no. Yeah, and he signaled some of it in, in oral argument that there was there might have been something there. I mean, I was very pessimistic about where this was going to go but a 6-3 <laughs> decision was yeah. shocking so those of you uh who are super bored right now fuck you <laughs> get online oh, oh sorry i just woke up from my nap i'm back though read the 178 page opinion and then get back to us and tell us how bored you are after you wake up 
<laughs> I am very grateful for folks like you who are educated enough to walk me through that because all I know is that you can't fire someone for being gay, trans, bi, or queer. And Beautiful. that makes me and really happy. And that makes fine. me really happy. That's the end <laughs> yeah, result. Gosh. Also, structuralism kind of wins its, won its way that way. Yes. Anyhow. Um, huh, should, we, well, should we get a little lighter? I, yeah. Well, I have, speaking of lawyerisms, I have a boring lawyer game that I want to share with you guys. And I want the two lawyers here to go head to head. I think this is going to be a good game. Um, but also, I want to bring in a third party here. I want to bring in my husband, Gianni, who has been on the FitCast before. Say hello. Hey there. All right, he's here. So, you know, we have our two lawyers. We've got our software implementation. I don't even know what you do, Johnny. Neither do I. Implementation specialist. (laughs) And then we've got a PhD in disability studies who's going to be moderating this. So we're all, we've all got our nerdisms here. But, um, okay, so the game that I want to play is actually um, guess if the law is real or fake. So these are laws in different, it's mostly different states, but some of them are like different areas. This is like your pig can't cross the road after 10 p.m. type Yes, so this type of stuff. Okay. So it's true or false, and we're going to start with Alana, then we're going to go to Johnny, and then um, Fonz, you're going to be last. But um, it's just true or false. So Alana is going to go first. It's true or false. Um, Clearly no one can steal because if it's not true, it's clearly going to be false. So um, I think we've got 25 questions here. Who's keeping score? um, score Yeah, you can keep score. I'm terrible at keeping score. Alana, J-I-K. Okay, Okay, ready. Score, Score sheet is already written up. Okay, perfect. True or false, Alana? Taking a picture of a rabbit from January to April without a permit in Wyoming is illegal. So taking a picture of a rabbit just between those, those four months is illegal unless you have a permit. True. That is true. Oh, my gosh. Do we want to yeah. talk about why it's true or how? I would say so, it would do something scaring, a mate, scaring the mating habit or yeah, something like that. Um, it was to protect um, the wildlife and the people from um, the harsh winters, so that oh, people wouldn't okay. go out in the winter and to take, take pictures, pictures of rabbits. Of that, and, and they wouldn't fingers? get the rabbits riled up to come. I don't know. Are you, it sounds very silly. <laughs> no, I'm not making. Well, I'm finding it on the internet, and internet is always true. So come <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, it's like it's like the Wyoming surgeons are like, we've amputated enough fingers. <laughs> Just don't let people take pictures of rabbits just for a few months, and we'll all be good. Our ICU—it's only are... in the winter, though. It's only in the winter, so it's. Well, that's when you freeze your fingers off. Well, I guess. Yeah. Clearly. So, wow. Okay. Good. Good. A lot right. of one point on the rabbit right. photo. Let's see if Gianni can catch her. True or false? Bull riding is illegal in Massachusetts. False. That is false. That is false. It is not true right. that it is illegal. That is completely made up. <laughs> well, the problem, the, the issue I have is like bull is a weird term because there's bull. Bull is just a male species of any bovine creature, right? 
Yeah, well, this this says sure. Perhaps mechanical bull riding is still legal if the machine <laughs> is inspected every six months. <laughs> Beautiful. So, but it's false, isn't it? All right, okay. one to one to zero. All right, this is a good one. True or false? In Tennessee, sharing your Netflix password is illegal. True. You are very sure about that. Are you, are you really that sure? Well, it's, it's illegal everywhere. Um, well, it's illegal in the state of Tennessee. Okay, good. <laughs> a specific, they have a specific law against it in Tennessee. Perfect. Yeah. How are the they going to keep you from sharing it? What if Johnny and I have a shared account? Alana, do we have to talk about enforcement versus legality right now or no? Should we just let them let go on to the next question? That could be next time. Okay, next time. We'll talk about All the right, enforcement. Enforcement yeah. hurdles. Yeah. <laughs> Unconstitutional okay. as applied or on his face? Okay. Well, whatever. And we can also do um, levels of uh, scrutiny next time as well yes, for constitutional exactly. cases. I, I was planning on just put <laughs> Throwing a that in there. All right. Well, yeah, you were lecturing me about this morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're talking about, uh, yes, scrutiny, different levels of uh, weapons. Anyhow. Oh, well, I'm, I'm so sad to hear about what I missed out on when I was on my run. Well, you can kill someone with a paperclip. End of story. Next. Okay. Well, speaking of killing someone with a paperclip or killing someone at all, true or false, Kansas allows guns legally on their college campuses. It is not illegal to have a gun on a college campus in the state of Kansas. Um, I'm going to say true. That is true. And uh, there are students who support the law so much that they uh, conceal carry on campus and they really want to just protect themselves. We it's just had also a, a thing at UT. Yeah, we just had a hubbub in, uh, in Austin about that. Yep, mm -hmm. yeah. And they do it at First Amendment rights, right? Was it a First Amendment question? Yeah. Because the teachers yeah. felt intimidated or whatever. Yes, and now there's like different provi provisions. So if you have an office, um, as in like your faculty, you can exclude them. Um, and there are different, like, you have to have, uh, you have to be a certain age and stuff like that, but uh, UT has guns on campus as well. Yeah, the first well, amendment, in Illinois, the first challenge. In Illinois, we can't even smoke on campuses, so <laughs> can't kill ourselves, let alone. No, you can, um, UT is tobacco-free campus also. And people that will, That like, does not surprise me. That, that, it all makes some sense. Some parts of the culture, yeah, okay. All right. All right, well, Lana, you are killing it. Okay, Thank you. Johnny. Yep. True or false, donkeys cannot sleep in bathtubs in the state of Arizona. Oh. True. Well, just like that. Well, okay, let me specify. So only after 6 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> they can't take naps. They can sleep overnight, but no napping. <laughs> True. After 6 p.m., they cannot. So, no, after 6 p.m., they cannot sleep in your bathtub. They can take a nap in there, but then oh. they got to leave at 6 p.m. for dinner. For nighttime, yeah. <laughs> dinner. It, it is true. It is true. It is true. The law originated in 1924 when an Arizona donkey owner used to let his donkey sleep in the bathtub. One day, a flood caused the donkey to be washed down a long hill. The rescue operation to save the donkey required a ton of manpower and resources. So. They Which is no cool. Wow. Why are you blaming no the bathtub? The How do you blame the bathtub for that? It's an I, outdoor I, bathtub. 
What an asshole. It's a donkey in a boat, essentially. He's in a That's where you boat. want him. That's where you want him. Yeah, it saved his life. All right. Oh. All right, two to All two. All right, Fonz. Yeah. All right, Fonz, is it true or false that whistling in Delaware is illegal? Although legal in most areas of the United States, whistling in Delaware has been made illegal due to problems associated with wildlife. Can upset their ecosystems. Oh, so as phrased, I'm going to say that is false. That is false. Yeah, it is because not illegal. you wouldn't be able to whistle in your house. It'd be unconstitutional for them to say you can't whistle in your house. Being caught whistling could earn you a fun. No, it's not true. It's <laughs> Good thing we don't have any guests from Delaware on because we do singing and whistling on the podcast all the time. Beautiful. Hey, please, please edit that out. Okay. <laughs> okay, Alana. Right. In Montana, playing froth at night is illegal. True. That is true. Oh, Fine of up to $500 imprisonment for a term not exceeding six months. Can't do it at night. Wow. But they make, so they make uh, glow-in-the-dark discs and discs that you put on the basket so that you know where they are at nighttime, but apparently not the... Maybe they, they just don't do it there. Where, where, what state? That's Montana. Montana. Yeah. Well, is that the, yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just reading you what the internet says. They don't want you disturbing their big sky. There you go. And then, yeah, <laughs> you can't have glow in the dark stuff. It's going to ruin the stars. Exactly. Okay. Oh, this is a good one. True or false. It is illegal to make love with an automobile. With an automobile, not yeah, in an automobile, with the automobile in Oklahoma. Did you put a banana in that tailpipe? Is that a banana in your tailpipe or are you happy to see me? <laughs> That's right. I was going with this. Gee, this is for you. I'm going to say false. That is very true. And I completely oh. agree with it. <laughs> your couch. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> it is true that hurts yeah I'll and they they said the logistics of such an app act are so deeply disturbing that we won't further delve into it that's it <laughs> that's great but hey you know what there's that slippery slope argument you know Whoa, like banana. if we if we allow these people to get married then i'm just gonna marry my car and oklahoma's like no you can't do that no you cannot well, they never said you couldn't marry the car. You just can't make love to it. So I guess that wouldn't be a very fulfilling marriage, but who am I to judge? Quick true story from Wisconsin. A guy got arrested for bestiality for having sex with a deer that had been hit by a car on the side of the road. He was not convicted because... It was dead. The deer was dead, exactly. Gross. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Wait, he was just doing it on the side of the road, too? Driving your pickup truck down the road, you see a deer, you're a little horny, and uh, not bestiality because it does not pose any harm to the deer. And that's what about, about, like, all the other like harm the, that it's going to cause? Them? I don't know. All there, of that there's is a true. lot there. <laughs> there's yeah, a okay, lot there. We just, you guys know the terminology to help me unpack it. I'll tell we'll you, talk I, about I, it being, I would not want to be a criminal defense attorney in front of that judge, I'll tell you that. But the... <laughs> He won. So I feel bad for like the family that's driving by. Like, mommy, what is that guy doing? <laughs> Lots of deer, dead deer on the side of the road up here in Door County. I did. I saw one at 42 during my run today. 
but there was, was there a backup truck stopped in front of it. Yeah, you didn't like. That's what that guy was doing. No. <laughs> oh, this is all right. Now we have the explicit tag. Okay. I got I got um, stuck behind a garbage truck on my run yesterday, and nice. that smelled terrible. Oh, that's, so that's the worst. Because then yeah. they always they like go the same pace that you go. I swear, yes. garbage trucks do like a strict eight thirty mile. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what I was running at that point, and I'm like, you guys. Do, they like, do, have, I, do I speed up or slow down? You know what happens? They probably wear their watch. They're on Strava. They're like, we can't go too fast because no one will believe us. So we're just gonna drive at eight. <laughs> 30 miles 17 oh miles every day oh my God. stopping stopping every 120 feet all right is this onward enough deer this is fawns yep true or false it is illegal to wear yellow on sundays in nebraska no what would you wear to church if you're not wearing your easter if you're not wearing your easter dress false so it says, this law dates back to 1929 when people would frequently wear yellow to church. One day, someone was wearing a bright yellow jacket to church, and this led to a fight. But it's false. It's not true. They just made it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like how they, like, come up with the whole story. Justifications yeah. for lies. Yeah. I don't. I mean, they've got to because so you wouldn't believe it. True law. <laughs> okay. That's amazing. Like, seriously, like, what do you wear on Easter Sunday to your church? It was false. Everyone wears yellow. I don't know. What state is this? Like a nice baby blue or a pink? Yeah, all the other pastels. I was going to say maybe they don't celebrate Easter in Nebraska, but that's definitely not true. That's probably not true. (laughs) There's no churches in Nebraska. It's definitely not true. Okay, here's another Oklahoma one. Okay. Wrestling a bear in Oklahoma is illegal. Is illegal to wrestle a bear in Oklahoma. A lot of this is this for you. is me, right? Yep. yep. False. That is true. Oh, ah. Deemed punishable by up to two thousand dollars, one year in jail, or both. Or death. Like oh. if you're wrestling a bear, the punishment yeah. might be death. Or death. <laughs> <laughs> Without a jury, the jury of one bear. If you get caught fighting that bear and you live to tell the tale, you're going straight to jail and we're taking your money out of your bank account, Venmo. You can just feed them to the bear. That's, that is capital punishment for that specific crime is you just, they, they drug you up so they pass out and then they just feed you to the bears. Shove, shove right. them in a cave during excavation time. Just All right. All right. So Are you, there a lot of bears in Oklahoma? I don't know. Yeah. Good question. That doesn't seem like I feel like be. they're not a budding population there. Maybe zoos. Maybe people were jumping over zoo things to fight the bears. <laughs> yeah. The but where was Tiger King? Was Tiger King in Oklahoma? Ooh, where was Tiger King? I feel and that's like another one that our listeners are going to be like, you don't know that? How do you not know? Sorry. Interesting. All right. So the score right There's... now, Alana three, G two, Fonz two. That's the score. Right. Wow. Okay. Well, let's do two more rounds. Well, okay. So this one is for Johnny. Wearing golf cleats in a mall is illegal in California. True. True? Yes. It is false. Oh. Not true. You're going to tear shit up. Well, it should be a lot. You know how many gal- golf bros there are in California? There are a lot. They, they're, and they're all like rich white guys, so they're not going to pass a law against the rich white guy golf bro 
You can't take away my right to wear what I want to wear where I want to wear it. I think there's don't actually. Don't tread on me, bro. Don't, don't tread on me. Don't tread on me with those golf cleats, bro. That's yeah, the name of that's the name of the that's the name of the political action committee. Don't tread on me, bro. Pack. <laughs> they get lots of money. Oh yeah. Oh my god. All right. Well, that one is false. That was All a right. lie. Gee, okay. got only two points, and uh, I'm the last one on this round, so I can catch. We're up. gonna do one more round after this. Yep, and I get to catch up to Alana. Maybe tie going into round. Maybe final. Go for it. Oh, fine. Right. This is a really good one for you. This is a Wisconsin one. All right. No, in I've never Dupar- had sex with you. Sorry. Okay, well, the good thing that's not the question. Okay, good. Indoor rollerblading is illegal in Wisconsin. False. That is false. You can go to a roller rink and you can... Yeah. I used to frequent the roller rink in Wisconsin, in Madison, all the time. Many birthdays were had there. <laughs> <laughs> were you... Did you ever turn 12 if you didn't have your birthday at a roller rink? Right. Come on. Did you do the Macarena if you didn't do it on roller skates when you were there? <laughs> Are we going to tell a story about how in fifth grade I got my heart broken by Tracy Hausman at the roller rink? Oh! Womp womp. She promised me the last... So at the very end at Skate University, you get two... There's two slow songs. Skate University. And, and at, the, at the very end, there's two songs... And there's the first one, and then the really big one. That's the special one. That's like the last dance. And I asked Tracy. She's like, yep. She's going to skate with Jeff Dordell for the first one, and then skate with me for the second one. And the first song comes on. It's Stairway to Heaven. You know how long that song is? It's forever. Very long. <laughs> it's very long, which means there was only one song that day at Skate University. <laughs> And it's going, and I'm looking, I'm like, I'm sitting on the edge, and they come skating around, and they turn the lights on, because as soon as they turn the lights on, it's over, and she comes skating around, and she turns to me, and, like, silently, she raises her shoulders, like, hunches, and she's like, I'm sorry, and kept skating by, and I just collapsed. This is bringing back a lot. Oh. This is bringing back a lot of emotions for you, Fun. Tracy, good old Tracy Hausman. But uh, 30 years oh, later, yeah. or probably 25 years later, um, at her brother's wedding, we did the final skate and we did the thing around the dance floor together. We both remembered it and we did it and it, I got completion on that many, many, many decades later. Cool. Okay, oh. good. good so. Glad it worked out for you. Yeah. So we're going to take Tracy Hausman in this, not on Facebook. Her brother, Kevin, also not on Facebook. I'll just take some random person. Get to right. take the roller rink, though. It's still there. Skate University. All right. This is another one. It's not Wisconsin-related, but we're going to give it to you, Alana, because it has to do with something that is Wisconsin-related. True or false, falling asleep in a cheese factory in South Dakota is illegal. Cheese Factory, Wisconsin, get it? You get it? You got it? Okay. It is illegal to fall asleep in a cheese factory in South Dakota. True? Absolutely true. Why wouldn't it be? Safety regulations. Safety regulations. You're going to poison that cheese or that cheese is going to poison you. But at least if you fell into the brine, you would just float anyways. (laughs) Now we're going to have a physics. We have a physics expert here. (laughs) 
god. What if there's like the offices, like in the factory, there's an office. What if there's like a little nap room for the people who work so hard making cheese? Guess not. Um, they can't sleep there. They can <laughs> do whatever else they want in the nap room. But oh man, here we go take again. A nap. <laughs> okay, this one's for Gianni. True or false? Spitting in public is illegal in Goodyear, Arizona. So just in this specific town in Arizona, it is illegal to spit in public. I've been to Goodyear. You've been to Goodyear, Arizona? I have. G, okay, well, answer again. Don't, don't. True. It is true. $2,500 in fines and six months in jail. Oh, wow. I spit in Goodyear. I guarantee I spit in Goodyear. Oh, wow. Punishment does I'm not fit the crime. <laughs> Definitely no, not. Okay. And then finally, last question. Last question. This is a 10 is point question. This is a 10 point question. This is a one point question. <laughs> True or false, wearing a fedora in a Boston casino is illegal. Oh, it would shock me. It does shock me that there are Boston casinos. I'm going to say false. That is correct. That is there made up. Uh, there are no Boston. Illegal. I don't think there's any casinos in Boston. Oh, well, that could be why. It's hard to make a law because there would not be casinos okay. in Boston. Uh, you fell into the trap. So the final score is four for Fonz, four for Alana, Gianni, three. Oh, it was oh, a close oh, game. Wow. Nice job, everyone. <laughs> yes. Now, awesome. if I had a law degree. Yeah, oh, yeah Johnny was at a disadvantage. That's true. That's true. That that legal education, that $100,000 in tuition just paid off. All <sighs> right. Well, good job, guys. I uh, fully assumed that the lawyers were going to win that game. So well, how do, where do the, if it's tied, where do they live on paddle points? Who gets them? Our guests? Oh, well, we give them to the guests because, right. come on. Thanks. You, you're the creator of the live, love paddle points. You and I donate, I, I donate my three points to her, so now she definitely wins. Oh, damn it. Okay. Oh, there you go. Victorious. Well, Ilana, if you um, want to go to Live Love Paddle on 1610 East Riverside Drive, you get a free rental. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, that wow. easy. That's easy. All right. So uh, you great. can uh, go paddleboarding. Just, just bring up the FitCast. Bring up the FitCast. And bring up the Case Love Prize FitCast. Say hi to Tali. Bring a friend or whoever else. You can uh, two two free rentals. I'll make it two. I just doubled it. Oh, my gosh. Thank That's you. It. Yeah, this is just, fantastic. Fantastic. Do you like paddleboarding or kayaking? Yes. And well, we've been meaning to do it. Well, there you go. Well, Live there you go. Paddle. That's perfect. Excellent. So, this all works out. Tell Alex. Be like, we will. guess We're what date night's going to be? Date day. This is a daytime excellent. activity. Yeah, it's a daytime activity. You can't do it. I can't get you right. a free tour. Can't I can't get you a free uh, nighttime tour. <laughs> unless no, I'm I don't want to do it anywhere near nighttime or dusk because of those bats. Uh-oh. Wow. I don't uh -oh. I don't get it. You don't get it. Oh, that's cool cuz I'm talking to a, a Live Love Paddle bat tour guide right here. Minus 5 points just taking away those <laughs> Live Love Paddle points. It's been rescinded. <laughs> no, but anytime you want to go over to Live Love Paddle, just let me know. I'll meet you over there. We'll all go for a kayak or paddleboard and we'll get you set up and uh, enjoy your afternoon. Thank you. Great. So, cool. Thank you. Awesome. And thank you to Live Love Paddle for uh Donating that to our uh, our FitCast. Yay! It's sixteen ten East Riverside. It's the Amley South Shore. If you know, I don't know if you know. It's right off the path. Right. So. We do a lot of dog walks there. 
Oh, mm. oh yes. you, you walk dogs. We do walk dogs. Oh. We're big dog walkers. Fantastic. Perfect. Beautiful. Okay, onward. All right. Well, speaking of Live, Love, Paddle, let's do our mailbag segment brought to us by... Live, Love, Paddle. Bat Tours Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right now, open only Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. The shop is closed, but you can meet outside and rent your kayak or paddle board right outside the front door. So um, let's hope we get this COVID thing control under Texas. It's not doing great now, but uh, Live, Love, Paddle is open, at least for now. And it is hot, hot, hot. So get out Mm -hmm. on the water. Yeah, that's a nice, safe outdoor activity for COVID time. Yep. So very cool. All right. Yes. Mailbag, Live, Love, Paddle. Do you have a uh, email? I've got one here. Do you have one? I've got an email too. All right. Do you want to go first or should I? Sure, I can go first. All right. Okay. So this one is from Cindy in Houston. She says, hey, friends, I was so happy to hear that K-Selk adopted a dog. Oh, big deal. Here next to me snoozing. Um, She said, love me some dogs. I was wondering if either of you have run or biked with a dog before. Oh, Alana, this is going to be a good one for you to chime in on. Um, It sounds like a fun thing, but my concern is that my dog can't tell me when it's hurting or overheating, et cetera. Any thoughts? Oh, interesting. Well, I will answer first since you asked the question. Um, I'll go last because (laughs) I don't really know. (laughs) Well, um, I remember yesterday, the little dog carrier behind the bike, that seemed to work out well. It was a a little bit stressful at the start. We did. We put a dog carrier behind the bikes, and then we biked in Peninsula State Park. And he whined for like 75% of it until he fell asleep and was like, I just, I can't win here. So I'm taking a nap. Yeah. And that's, that's fair. And you do have to know your dog. Like that's one of those things. Like you can't push them. When I used to work for WAG when I was the Wisconsin way, um, I would always ask, like, can I take your dog for a run? Because you don't necessarily want to do that. Um, so you got it. You just make sure that, uh, Whoever's doing that makes make sure they know their dog. And in Texas in the summertime, it probably is almost never a good idea. So, yeah, yeah. When I was in St. Louis, and um, one of my little doggies was a puppy, I tried it, but I tried the run um, next to me. But he just thought we were getting chased the entire time and was terrified. Um, so that didn't Aww. last too long. Um, yeah, I would say just monitoring, like knowing how fit your dog is, um, yep. and if they look like they're dying then take a little slowdown yeah and biking on like you see them biking with a leash but they are just too they're it's a little dangerous that's too dangerous that sounds dangerous the risk the risk reward on the value there is low because they can just dart under your tire and your feet and everybody gets hurt yeah yeah so that's probably risk reward unlikely to be worth it now alana you have two dogs i do now, there's a famous, enjoys, hold on, yeah. hold on. I'm not done yet. There's a famous, there's a famous scene of a young girl biking with her dog in probably one of the most famous mus- movie musicals of all time. I don't care. You just cut off our guests, so I'm just, I'm just <laughs> not answering and responding. Toto, Toto was in the picnic basket on the back of Dorothy's bike. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my dog wouldn't fit in that. <laughs> no. Was, what kind of dog was Toto? A little uh, terrier. Like, like a, a Yorkie yeah. or something. A Yorkie, yeah, probably a Yorkie. Um, sorry, guests, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just wanted to uh, talk about Wizard of Oz. That is quite all right. <laughs> okay, well, Alana, you have two dogs. Tell us about yes. your two dogs. 
Okay, Atticus is five, and he is a puggle, so a pug beagle mix. He's about 30 pounds, um, and he is, I would say, selectively intelligent. He's very food motivated, so if there's any sort of food involved, he is with it. He will give you everything. Um, beyond that, it's like hit or miss. Like, he does go headfirst into the wall when he's chasing toys, and <laughs> that's a thing. Um, but he loves snuggling. He's a very big burrower, so we have a burrow bed for him. He likes to get under the covers, so he goes in his little burrow bed. Sometimes he actually puts himself to bed at night, and we can't find him, um, and he's upstairs in his bed already. I, so I want to hear nice. more about this burrow bed. We'll talk about it later. I feel like this <laughs> oh, might be fantastic. something for Rigby. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love you, like yeah. They're great. They're great. Um, Hadley is our other dog, and she is a golden doodle. She's a princess. Um, she likes to sit on chairs. She has very judgmental eyes. She's extremely intelligent. She's very, very, very smart. Um, and she's more into dog parks to get petted than to play or socialize with dogs. She goes there to get petted. So for the mostly. human interaction. Yeah. You can't blame um, her, though. She's sick right? of you, too. Everyone else gets better pets, yeah. so. Yes. Oh, yeah. She, the, the extent of her play is to get dogs to th- to want to play with her and then she's like yeah i'm over it i'm over you <laughs> where are your honors um that's about it she's like she, but she's so smart and she's very lovable she's very mellow um yeah she's a she's a smart little lady ah beautiful they are both yeah. cute you Loves can see water. them you can also see them on your instagram they make us appearances. yes yes they do they wonderful do. yeah all right i want to just bring up one point that hasn't been brought up you know, if you're going to run with your dog or work out with your dog, you have to work them up to a certain point. Like, you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to run a 5K with my dog because they're probably going to need some recovery time after that that you're not going to be prepared for. So, like, Rigby and I went out on a half mile around the other day. And he yeah. could do it, but we just got to build up slowly. We can't well, just go plus, straight into You don't want to do a 5K and be a mile and a half away from your home and them give up. Or you realize that, that too, Buck's yeah. running with his dog because all he wants to do is smell other people's shoes, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that sucks. And also thinking about how if you fuel after a workout and you're hungry after a workout, your dog is probably also hungry after a workout. So if we ever do like longer hikes or anything, like giving them a few like extra kibbles for dinner is a good thing because they're probably also very hungry too. Yeah, they burn That's extra something calories. I think about. Yeah, good exactly. point. There you go. Perfect. All right, Cindy, I hope that was good advice. I have another email here. All right. So, and that's the first word of the email. So, me and my partner are both runners. Poor grammar. Do I cut it off right there or no? Do I continue on? Oh, let's just screw them. I mean, come right, on. If you don't have good grammar, let's. That's it. You need to structure these sentences. Come properly. on, keep going. So, I will change it. My partner and I are both runners. And we enjoy running together. And the dis- or our, dis- our dispute is as follows. I like to run with him, but still like to listen to my earbuds, music podcasts and such. He thinks it's rude to listen to earbuds when another earbuds, earbuds when another person wants to be able to have, quote, conversations while running. The The... Quotes around conversations, there's a lot of heavy lifting there. We'll get to that and then when we answer the question. 
um, wants to have conversations while running, parenthetical, I think this is ridiculous, exclamation point. We will abide by your judgment. Carson from Columbus, Ohio. So what do you think? Carson and his partner want to uh, run together, but they have this dispute over the earbuds. What do you think, partner? Well, I don't think either of them are wrong. What? You know, if you want to have a conversation. Well, it's it's true. If you want to have a conversation, you want to have a conversation. If you want to listen to earbuds, you want to listen to earbuds. They got to figure that out in the relationship. You got to set the rules. Like when Johnny and I go running together, it's like, are we doing our own thing and listening to music or are we running together? You got to talk about that stuff together. Neither of you are wrong. You just got to talk about it. Yeah, but is there a point of running together if Carson's wearing his earbuds? Yeah. Yes. Oh, boy. Very solid answers. Uh, Ilana, tell us why you think this way. Pipe in here. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. I think there's, if the point of the workout is to, like, get a good solid workout in and get a good run in, I'm, pr- I'm going to be breathless and therefore probably can't hold a conversation. And that might be different than, like, the workout that they're trying to have. So figuring out, again, as we were talking about before, what kind of workout are you both trying to have? Um, so I don't know. I think there's that. So Completely the person, agree. So here it is, and this is how I believe, this is how my beliefs about conversations. You're the best person <clears throat> to go for a run with is the person who knows their role in that exercise at that point. There you go. So if your role is just to be next to me, and that's fine because you get support from that, that's, that's great. If, they're, if they believe and you also agree that their role is to converse, to kind of kill time, then the earbuds aren't going to work. So the best thing is to yep. both be on the same page as Agreed. to uh, how that goes. <clears throat> yep. I disagree. because Communication I don't... is key. Yes. There you go. Communicate with one another. Before you go for your run, <clears throat> have a little 20-minute meeting and sit down and decide what each of your roles is going to be, and then you start your run. Is that, is that, would that work? Sure. Sure. However you want to do it. I mean, it could just be like, hey, this run, I'm going to go really hard and it's okay if we don't run together together and it's okay if we both listen to music. But then you also have to find the other side and be like, okay, I know you would rather converse. So let's both do an easy run together and we can talk. That's a good, that's a good way to work all of this out. So fair enough. I I don't have purpose to my (laughs) workouts other than like, because I don't do the, like, the training and I got to do these intervals and all that stuff. So, um, that being said, I don't really need to run with anybody else. So, I put the podcast on. The Case Falcon Fonz Fitcast is a great podcast to listen to, by the way. Sure is. So, it's about an hour long. You're good. You're good. <laughs> exactly. It's like a six to eight mile run, depending on how fast. So there's my answer. Uh, Carson, it is okay if your running partner is listening to the Case Falcon Fonz Fitcast. Other than that, it is unacceptable. <laughs> okay, perfect answer. I can agree with that. <laughs> well, awesome. Uh, awesome emails. Thank you so much for uh, the email, Carson. I hope you and your partner figure out uh, the best way to navigate uh, those, uh, those runs. Let's move on to our favorite things. These are a few of my favorite things. things. This is still brought to us by Goodspeed Cycles in Homewood, Illinois. Okay. They are doing, so Goodspeed has changed to an online reservation system because they've been so busy. 
awesome. that, you know, you'd have to make your appointment so far in advance, but then they would do walk-up hours too. So now there's an online scheduling system, no more walk-ups. You just go online to their website, you pick your appointment time. You no longer have to schedule like three weeks in advance, save more slots. Amazing. So they're really figuring out good ways to make COVID safe and work safe. for them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Beautiful. Awesome. Well, thank so. you. Good week spike cycles. Um, Kesok, do you know your favorite thing? I know my favorite thing. Go for it. Let's hear it. So a couple of weeks ago, your favorite thing was Peninsula State Park. Yep. That's my favorite thing. Oh, that is fair enough. Because I'm back here and it's amazing. And I know I've mentioned on the thick cast before, my family's been coming here since I was like 10 years old. Yeah. And I have like so many good childhood memories here and in, in the state park. And it just has like a smell to it, like a an earthy you know, like just a happy right, smell. Right now, the smell <laughs> of the state park is deet. Um, you can definitely smell that also, but uh, it's a, it's more low key than the the organic. The mosquitoes. Scent. The mosquitoes are as bad as They're I. So, but they are so bad. You warned us too. It They're is really bad. bad. Like you just step outside and run to your car and hope you can close the doors before seventeen mosquitoes get in your car, because then you got to squish them on the windshield. Yeah, which have you noticed regional differences between mosquitoes? Like the mosquito bite that I get in Wisconsin is very different than the mosquito bite that I get in Texas. Yeah, it's like yes. 30 times bigger in Wisconsin. These mosquitoes yeah. are like supercharged and they last days. And they last days, the exactly. Yes. Now, when, in, in Texas, you can get 30 mosquito bites in 10 minutes, where those 30 mosquito yes. bites in Wisconsin are only 10 mosquito bites, yeah. but they last a week. When we were in Peru, I would get these mosquito bites on my ankles because that was like the one thing that they would go for. And they were a perfect circle with like a red dot in the middle, oh. like where the stinger went in. And that's how they all looked. And they would like grow super big when you scratch them. But my mosquito bites now, they don't have any like red thing in the middle and they're not perfectly round. But in Peru, they were perfectly round. Yeah. Like a, it looked like a boob with a nipple. Like that's, how, <laughs> that's exactly what it looked like. Your husband's like, why do you have 12 boobs with nipples on your back? Like literally on, on my feet. But they, and it would be like this big red dot in the middle. I'm like, what is this? So yeah, there's definitely regional differences. Yeah. And the Texas yeah. ones, there are like trillions of them, but they're small. They're tiny. They don't give you that, that huge wealth. You're right. Yep. All right, Alana, so KSOC has given us her favorite thing. If you know yours, now is the time to say it. Or if you need more time, I will do mine. So that's up to you. You ready? I Yes. I think my favorite thing right now are Bamba's running socks. Oh, the Bamba. Um, oh. Yeah. So I had a really difficult time with blisters when I first started running a lot. And I tried a bunch of different socks. And the Bamba's ones, I mean, Bamba socks in general are like – the go-to for me. The bomb, if you will. They are the bomb. They're the bomb. Yes. They are pretty great. Um, and their running socks have actually been, I've really enjoyed them so far. And they come in different like lengths. So you can get like calves or like mid calves. You can get like the, you know, ankle length or whatever they are, but I've really enjoyed them. And I kind of, they're my go-to right now in my, my little sock drawer. So all right. that's my I favorite thing. That. So now what's going to happen now is all of our listeners in their, Google searches or their Facebook feed or their Twitter feed, the Bomba socks ads are going to come up because we're being looked at right now. Oh yeah. 
you listen to this fitcast and your feed is full of bomba socks ads guaranteed definitely and mosquito repellent i need a box of deet please oh i do like the bomba socks though so uh, i just got my comfy. first pair of bombas over the winter and i really like them they're I like not the cheap honeycomb. they're not cheap oh no they're definitely not no they're not cheap but they're worth it yeah in my opinion sure. Well, our listeners, I promise you, again, we have not coordinated our favorite things. And both of us are breaking an unwritten rule because Kaysock said that her favorite thing was my favorite thing from two weeks ago. Well, my favorite thing is her favorite thing from two weeks ago, which is a little old, ugly, cute dog named Rigby. Oh, he's your favorite thing. Rigby is my favorite thing this week. As cute as he is, he is just amazing. Um, he's ama- He's great. He whined a little bit when you guys left to go get beer, but you know what? After a few minutes, he uh, he uh, fell in love with me, and he is the ugliest, cutest dog I've seen. Did you hear that, Rigby? <laughs> I can't he wait to meet care. him. Oh, I cannot wait for you to meet him. Oh. I want to bring him down there and just have him play with your dogs like I feel like yeah. he and Addie would get along really well I feel yes. like they would they're like the same size they're the same playfulness maybe same intelligence level dog. oh <laughs> you never you never want to have the same intelligence level as any <laughs> oh here we go now you're awake you want your belly rub because you heard your name huh oh. are you talking to me yeah I'll give you a belly rub later fun <laughs> okay fair enough Oh, very cool. Well, awesome. Aww, I'm happy your favorite thing is my doggy. Yeah, it's just the first time I met him, and I'm glad you brought him up, and uh, I am enjoying uh, the time yeah, I get to spend with him, even though he's a little weird, but he's great. Aren't we all? Yes, exactly. That's one of the lovable things just about Just like him. people. Right? Well, very cool. Um, to our guests, thank you for being on so much. Um, do you have anything? having me. Yeah, great. Do you have anything else to add to any of the conversation, any of the topics? Do you have any, anything else you want to say? No, this has been great. This has been so much fun. Well, we're so happy to have you on, and we will get you on for a full interview to talk about yes. triathlon training tips and equipment Beautiful. and all that other stuff. So, uh, And make you. sure you follow Alana at im.fit1 on Instagram. At the Insta. All yeah, her crazy workouts that are amazing and all her progress that has been really fulfilling to follow. Well, wonderful. So this will end CoronaCast 2,184,648. Hey, Kaysock, you ready to go out and party? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah.